Hi everyone, Julie here. Look, I thought I'd just make this quick podcast rather than trying to um, type all of this up into announcements. So look, we're heading into week three, INF 537. And uh, week three, you're meant to read module two. And you've got a couple of weeks to read this. You know, there are only three modules in this subject, but lots and lots to think about. So I just wanted to run you through module two. Some of this you've done before. Probably most of this you've come across already in this degree. So it's like a recapitulation. Do you remember this? What did you think about it? Is there some new resource that you can use? Once again, helping you to hone in on your research subject or topic and um, really hone in on, on what this degree has brought to you, what new knowledge and what you're going to do with it. So look, starting with um, Module 2, Digital Futures um, is the, the topic here. Uh, and it, it goes through, um, let's see, it goes through digital futures, <laughs> of course, and it introduces you to um, a number of authors, uh, the Davidson and Goldberg Future of Learning Institutions. I mean, 2009, but still, look, deep into it. Uh, we move into, I'm not going to read out them all, but um, the future of knowledge sharing in a digital age, Gregson, Brownlee, etc. 2015. That's really worth having a look at. Look at um, network theories. That's going a little bit deeper into social network, actor network theory. Might be something you can pick up on. The communities of practice topic here in 2.1 is really important. And if you're not familiar with Wenger, though I'm sure you are, please go into this communities of practice, a brief introduction. And um, I actually want you to respond to the flip grid that I've set up for this particular module uh, in terms of your thoughts about this. Now, look at, um, you know, there's a quote there from Celie Brown. Uh, talks about open educational resources, which is something that I'm working in specifically at the moment with my new contract at CSU. Uh, talks about pedagogy here as well. It's going into the work of uh, actually Howard Rheingold was instrumental in setting up this work. And then Cornelli and Dadoff um, were there with their paragogy, which has now become pedagogy. Um, if you know anything about Linda Harassim, which I mentioned in my leader colloquium in terms of online collaborative learning or collaborativism, this is related to this whole idea of pedagogy as well. So, you know, it, it, it makes you think um, how important it is to be learning with and from others and not just learning in isolation. And if you're the sort of person who does like to learn in isolation, perhaps have a second think about this how um, your learning could be enhanced through interaction with others, and that's what we're encouraging you to do in this subject. All right, so some Howard Rheingold pieces there, and then, of course, the uh, the flip grid where I want you to, to share your thoughts about communities of practice and just, you know, throw things up there and respond to other people. It's, it's a safe and private way for us to discuss this without being text-based. Uh, then we go into topic 2.2, and look, digital scholarship is really important because not this coming week, but the following week, week four, we've got Martin Weller joining us. And, you know, this is also leading into our um, first assignment, our digital scholarship um, paper. So, look, it starts with Brian Alexander. If you haven't come across Brian Alexander, he's absolutely wonderful. Really listen to him, read him and enjoy um, I'll be giving you some more updates about Martin Weller, but there's a bit to read there already. And there's actually a video of Martin Weller, so you get to see him and hear him. Uh, there's a 30-minute video there. I hope you've got time to watch that. 
Um, and then we start to build discussion around the interpretive discussion paper. There's some work there by Christine Greenhow. Her stuff is always worth reading. She does a lot of stuff with, um, uh, what's her name, Rebellia and Hughes. But uh, Christine is good value. Um, topic 2.3, education informatics. Um, it, I'm not going to say much about this. It's... Um, there's an article by Selwyn there, which is interesting. Um, you know, we're talking about content curation. We're talking about, you know, it is a different, as it says, another facet of digital scholarship. So maybe something that, that you find interesting there. So look, that's topic 2.3. So look, dig into this. You've got a couple of weeks to get your head around this and really then hone in on your digital scholarship essay, start to, to prepare for that. But in particular this week, as we move into week three, I really want to see you all on the uh, case study Flipgrid sharing your ideas. Now, it doesn't matter how premature these ideas are or how undeveloped they are. That's the whole point. Uh, it's not, I don't want to see or hear fully developed ideas necessarily up on the Flipgrid. We're here to help each other. So I really encourage you to just get in there. Talk off the top of your head if you haven't really had time to think about it much yet or ask some questions. You know, is this relevant, do you think? Is this too broad? Is this too narrow? How would I go about doing this idea that I'm really passionate about? Can you give me some suggestions or ideas how I would go about doing it? Um, somewhere along the way, I asked you to share your email addresses. Now, I've just opened up, you know, when you filled in that form earlier in the year, about three or four weeks ago, and you shared your Twitter handles and your um, your blog URL. I've put another column in there. I've actually opened it up. I'd forgotten that I'd had it closed. I've been sending you there, but it's been a closed doc. It's completely opened up for you to edit. You can throw your email address in there now. I also want to see your email address on the colloquia um, review page as well, the student discussion moderator page. So look, um, I'll see you this week Tuesday night, we've got Cass Colvin coming in, um, learning analytics, analytics, adaptive learning, etc. She's going to be wonderful. Uh, we've got moderators there. Now, just a quick word about moderation. Um, it's not always easy to, we had some microphone problems. It's not always easy to get mics working, etc. at our live meetings. I encourage you to try, wear headsets, wear earbuds. That always helps. Um, moderators, be great if you could jump in towards the end and speak to the guest um, on behalf of the student body and ask any final questions and thank them. Uh, moderators, I'm asking you as a group collaboratively to put together some information based on the meeting. It doesn't have to be much. It's not an assignment. You don't get assessed for it, but it's just a way of synthesising your thoughts and sharing it with others uh, so we do have a record of these meetings. Okay, So don't think it's a burden, but I do want it to be collaborative. Okay, Don't send it to me or don't send it out to the student body until all of you on the moderation team have had a chance to look at it. And this can be, you know, any time after. It doesn't have to be the day after. It doesn't have to be the week after. It could be even a bit longer after that, okay? So, look, you're all doing a great job. I know I think perhaps the uh, the meeting last week was a little overwhelming, listening to Madeline and Danielle. But don't let it overwhelm you. You know, these are students who will pass the degree and into the whole next section of their professional life. So you need to just remember what your status is and where you'll be this time next year. Okay, and that's an important thing to remember. Okay, I'll see you in our meeting. I hope everything's going well for you. Thanks.